before we get going, I need to do something later. Um, can you hear this? I cannot. Not really. You cannot. I need something else so we can hear. Um, you got a, what about a washboard? Got a uh, jug? Got a jug you can, can you hear this? Yeah, I can yes, hear Yes, I can hear that. Like a rubbing action? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's important for my story. <laughs> I, my story only has, like, I am just going to ramble on some topics. I mean, it is just going to be a rambler, really. So whatever we just throw into it. Rambler wagon. I have a... I just have like a couple dumb things that happen and then it's like, I don't know, not everyone has to be that way and maybe we'll think of some funny shit. If not, then uh, I can, we can dig in the well. But Grant, you got to open that up with... Lord, I was born like a, a Nintendo version of that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or as I'm just talking, just talking, and then I guess I keep on rambling. And then from ramble on, that just the, like how that breaks yes. into that part. So I have a story of someone who's going to hell for sure. Corey. Corey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he should have shown up. That's what he gets. Hell. No, he I don't know. <laughs> That's what he gets when I'm sure. That's what he gets for being way too busy. Yes. Sometimes Fuck. you see a strange human behavior and you kind of wonder, like, where'd you come from? So this is not about that he he should go to hell for this. But um, <laughs> and uh, it's maybe been mentioned that I have, um, hey, I'm heading back to China in a week. Um, I've traveled around the world for work. Um, I'm not the most well-traveled person, but still, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff. I work in a very multicultural team, so I see a lot of strange behavior. Um, uh, not like, but some, you could say like someone eating with their fingers or something like this versus how we do. And you go, hey, cultural differences. So that's, okay, getting ahead of myself. This has happened twice. I think it's the same guy. I was taking a shit today, and somebody was finishing up their business. And, uh, you know, he, he start hearing them, like, pulling the toilet paper roll, rip one off. And, by the way, you know, um, for all of our overseas list- listeners, um, client... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know... Uh, uh, Kleiner Kaiser Travis or whoever um, yes. that we have as our <laughs> our overseas listener. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kleiner Kaiser um, Helmut. You know, um, in 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 <laughs> at least Western Europe, the the little cabins, the like stalls have the 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 stall dividers go all the way to the mm-hmm. floor and to the ceiling, or at least high it up enough, and there's no gaps in between there. But here you can like you can see through it, and it's kind of weird if you think about it. But whatever. So anyway, here we are in the in, in America. So I can see that he's finishing up, and this is important because so pulls the roll off, and then you hear. Can you hear that rubbing? Yes. Okay. Furious rubbing. I don't know how y'all wipe your butt, but I don't like. <laughs> I'm not sanding anything. I'm not trying to make my butt smoother each time. Like, I hope there... Ah, still some wrinkles. Fuck. Let's get... <laughs> that will move to a finer grit. We'll keep moving. So, it's like... Mm, 
But, you know, you do all kinds of private things. Maybe he's got some mud on his shoe. Maybe he's doing some, like, spit wipe, mud, rubber, rubber, rubber. Nope. Pull some more off. And then by the third time I looked and I could see from his shadow that he was doing the, like, you lean forward, oh, hand God, is reaching really back around there. to his butthole. <laughs> and each time was, fuck that. That's not how you do it. Where did you grow up? What are you fucking doing? And then it's like. Maybe he's foreign because we have had, um, it's not in our office, but it would be in Switzerland, signs that would say, you know, do not stand on the toilet while you shit. It would show a person standing on the toilet shitting with a line through it. Yeah, because in China and a lot of like Asia, they they just, there's a hole in the ground and you you squat over it. Don't stand on here because people don't want to put their bare ass on your like shoe prints. So, and I don't know about Dre, right. but that's the that's the I, I was like, bigger well, Maybe it's someone who's like, oh, well, I'll try the Western way, and you like gotta do this thing and like get the pain off it. Um, no, he gets out, and I've seen this dude walking around all over the place. He's a total. Maybe he's even from Ohio. He's just a regular American dude that doesn't know how to wipe his fucking butt, and he's at least <laughs> thirty five. How did he make it that old without knowing how to wipe his own butt? And yeah, that was a that was a mind blower to so, me. So, I don't know. You ever met anyone who doesn't know how to wipe their this butt? This is uh, <laughs> this is something you're skeptical of, or something that I, <laughs> I'm just trying. No, this was just a random story. You know, that things I thought, come like, in threes, and that's bullshit. Well, this guy was wiping his he ass, his ass. <laughs> three times, right, every time. <laughs> it happened to me today, and then it was just like, I don't should I tweet it or ah, I'll just talk about it with you guys because that's I it, I heard him rubbing that goddamn thing just like that how do you you're just you're not making anything you're not making progress me, that way I, I, you wipe off a whiteboard that way I'm true. not as appalled by that as, as you are well what look at what think about picture his butthole with poop on it and then he just well, did this and then he did maybe, this no, and then he did this and then he was probably like I give up this never maybe works. He's really getting I have in all there. the bad luck. I have bad karma. It's mostly dry, and he's just really getting in there to make sure. Like I don't know. No, sir. He's doing it wrong. Okay, <laughs> then I got another story for you of me doing it wrong. All right. Did I tell the story of the Chinese toilet? Mm, toilet? No. I don't think so. Okay, so um, uh, I'm going back to China next week. And so, so you've this been practicing been my standing on your toilet at home. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I've heard about these things, and then the first time I was there, um, I might have seen one in a train station or something where it's just a hole in the floor, um, and it, it's like, if it, it was a bathroom scale, you know how sometimes you can kind of tell where you put your feet on a bathroom scale, but except where the dial is, is a hole. It's a little bigger than that. I mean, it's not like if you put a grapefruit through like a carnival game, it just has to fit perfectly or else it'll rim around and then come out. <laughs> it's a little bigger than that. Um, but... uh I was in this place. I used the bathroom many times. There's like, let's say, five stalls or something like that. And I always used the one near the end. It seemed to be the one with the most privacy far enough away where you can take the kind of dump to which I am accustomed, um, where I look at my phone for a while. Well, uh, they're very hospitable and awesome, and they want to take you out, and they're very welcoming and like, hey, did you see this about the city? Did you see this? I it was awesome. I'm very excited to go back to see some people again and they're just lovely, lovely fucking humans. Um 
well. It's also like they will take you out for like a big gigantic meal um, where they and they they, they want to push the envelope a little bit. Like have you try some kind of things that they know like Western people like either balk at or something. And there were some things. That's another episode. But there's spicy stuff. And I can handle some pretty spicy stuff. Um, uh, yeah, I guess for the record, um, I we did something at work and I ate uh, four uh, blazing wings at B-dubs uh, or what is called Buffalo Wild Wings now. Um, eh, eh, I don't know. Yes, I will have the like uh, cramps afterwards, but um, it's not a problem going down. So, speaking of which, with the cramps... I ate some, like, neon-looking stuff, and it was delicious and extremely spicy where my head was sweating. No problems. But I know what happens because then it's also lots of drinking beer. I know that sometime the next day, mm, you're going to work on that. And, okay, I'm in the office, and, whoop, it's time to do that work. The, the work that I had previously committed to by eating that food and drinking all that beer. And I go into the bathroom, and... My stall, the one at the end that I sat in, is full. Every other one's free, though, which is good, but which is bad, and I did not notice before, they are all those floor hole ones. The other one had been a regular people toilet with, like, that's a seat that you sit in. And now, I am at the point where, like, I had excused myself from the meeting, you know? Yeah. You guys gotta go. But it was that, like, instant, like, now you have to go. You have to go now. And... Uh, I was going to shit my pants. But I, like, walk, and it's like the where I have to stop every couple feet and, like, hold on to the cubicle mm. wall and, like, Brace I'm going to shit, I'm going to shit. Oh, I'm going to shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Just bear fucking bear with it, 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 bear with it. Bear with it. <sighs> and the cramp passes, and then you're like, I have got to get there. And you can see it, and I am counting. I, I measured my life in coffee spoons, or I measured... <laughs> <laughs> my life in steps to that bathroom um and finally i get there and discovered that that i have to learn how to use a hole in the floor toilet because you had rain okay, boots on right now i've camped <laughs> and i yeah you could do with rain boots poncho <laughs> i don't wear a suit uh for my job but you know business casual kind of a situation the part about like making shit come out of your butt while squatting is not right. hard in fact, it's extremely natural <laughs> when you squat down, shit will come out of your butt. The problem is, like, now you have garments. Right. And, like, and hey, hey, folks. Hey, folks out there. Sometimes people talk about, did you do a number one or number two? You ever just only shit? <laughs> <laughs> Send me a letter and tell me all about it. <laughs> doesn't happen so like what's my dick supposed to do at this point <laughs> and like i you have to like hold on to your dick dick I've head never and like thought weight of it down oh, yeah. like you're, you're like pee right in your like you're gonna do otherwise. it's like a, yeah so the pants have to go all the way to me they have to go all the way to the yeah. ankles and i like had my hand propped against the wall leaning back kind of doing the, the the like a salt and pepper <laughs> kind of like uh 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 and, but but shitting but holding my dick head down with the other one but also like this is not the time to balance because what I want to do is hunch over and go God get it out of me and just let the fire rain down um, love rain over me you can hear <laughs> Daltrey just fucking wailing is it Daltrey or Thompson uh, that sings probably that one? Daltrey 
that's adultery, yeah. I think. But uh, yeah, um, uh, it's it's Szechuan hot pot rain over oh me, God. and uh, it was so fucking hard, to, like, to do that balance thing, and then just like my, di- I'm just pissing straight <laughs> up, and like, I don't get it in my pants. No, no, put my dick down, and it was just fucking awful. Anyway, uh, so that's a, they probably thought the same thing of like, what yeah, the exactly. Hell is They're he doing over to there. The next stall. <laughs> and I'm doing the like ooh, sandpaper baby, rub. Baby, what's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> on their podcast, they're talking about it right now. Like, you should have heard this guy. Yeah, what a dumb fucker. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> it was an out of order toilet. They thought, you know, what was he doing in there? It was out of order. Oh, there wasn't even a toilet in there. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. Grant, we, uh, I, I feel like each time we swear we're not going to get into shit and yarns and we just can't avoid yep. it. Yep, <laughs> and we just keep... But yeah. I, do, I still want to hold off uh, on making an official topic it, of shit full, and yarns yeah. because yeah. We, yeah. it's just, it's Greenfield territory there, just... <laughs> oh lord i mean uh, if we just go straight shit stories yeah i i had it was a uh a very stream of consciousness that i i thought oh well then there's this one and then there's this one but yeah just talking about like eating spicy food i don't ever eat spicy food like i don't ever eat anything spicy mm-hmm. uh i went to wendy's one time within the last year probably or maybe a little over a year ago uh and i ordered a chicken sandwich but I got a spicy chicken sandwich. Like, uh-huh. Okay, well, whatever. I'll, I'll eat it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, yeah. I have to eat it like one bite at a time and then chug a bunch of water. Like it's so <laughs> fucking like I just I have no tolerance for that kind of thing. And Matt's apparently gone. But anyway, uh, I did not know that you feel the heat oh, on the way out. That was yeah. a brand new experience to yes. me. Yes. Uh, so anyway, Matt, I uh, I accidentally got a spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's, and I never eat anything spicy. And I learned, learned the hard that way. You experienced the heat twice. I did not know that. I'm like, what the hell is happening to my butthole right now? <laughs> How the hell is this happening? What is going on? What the fuck? And as I'm sitting there, you know, shooting fire out of my ass, uh-huh. I'm just like. Why do people eat spicy shit if you have to actually yes. have spicy shit? Why would you do this? <laughs> I can understand the one time, but what the fuck? So you do build up a tolerance to it. And like if I ate a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich, I wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. Um, if I eat like, yeah, like some extreme heat thing or, um, I, I would, I can cook Thai food and I can make some pretty spicy version of it. Um, which by the way, Audrey, my daughter can eat that. Um, she, she eats it the same way you eat that chicken sandwich and she <laughs> takes a bite and then drinks water, but she can get it down. But, um, yeah, then the next day I have to like be careful about what I have scheduled in the morning and yes. <laughs> oh God, I don't, I was doing something with, hey, we, we talked about it on an episode about, uh, a friend of mine named D that his dad nicknamed him yeah. D cause he's mm-hmm. a fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> Which in no way shaped what a bitter dude he is, but um, <laughs> anyway. Um, but then I was thinking of like so much goes with that, and then I was like, oh fuck, no, Seif, uh, it's the exact same thing. Um, yep. Put so it that, into every so you song. think your friend D puts his name in every song? He does possible. not, but it was just like <laughs> um, I put it into one, in my head. It was just like 
I forget even what song it was, but it just fit, and I was like, hey, hey. oh wait, that also works with C. If yes, it, every song works. I'm with telling C. you, the the long E is it's very yep. friendly to inserting mm-hmm. uh, into song lyrics. So Not that you would know from personal experience, but no, hey, I don't know if no, uh, Corey told you guys. Uh, I know he told Matt. Um, uh, check this band out called Low Cut Connie. Um, much like Grant, I didn't invite Grant. Um, not that Grant, you don't invite yourself, but you went to see a couple movies and did not invite me. And I was like, well, I would have gone to see that, but, um, mm. went to see a band by myself. They opened for social distortion. Um, I, I stayed and watched social D I, I am not into them. Um, I know they're an institution. They're a punk, uh, punk legend band. They've actually, they formed a year after I was born. So they've been around for almost 40 years. Um, a lot of people really love them to me. Like with a lot of punk, it's just kind of like a nasal three three chord boringness to me. Hey, then whatever. It's just the same old thing. Every song sounds the same to me. And Mike Ness has like a kind of nasal bad singing to me that I'm not into, and just not into it, man. I mean, I can appreciate the lyrics and the struggle and all that stuff, but. He's 60, it's about 18-year-olds, and whatever. I'm just not into it. I'm not hating on him, but I'm shitting on him. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, sounds like... <laughs> hey, hey, no, it's just not for me. So I, I I don't like go out of my way to go, they're my enemies, like something like that. It was just like, I thought I would go and watch the opener and then leave before they started. Um, and then one of my friends was there, and so I hung out. And then it's like, ah, cool. Now I can say I, I saw social social distortion. Um and I mean, they, they, they did a good job. Um, but, uh, the two opening bands I liked much better, uh, just the style of music. So Corey said, Hey, go check out Low Cut Connie. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, they are cool. And for going from a completely cold start place, um, of people still milling in, we just got in the door maybe 10 minutes ago. They opened the door and they have to go on and do their half hour now. Um, and it's like, man, that's, that's not fair. I want to watch them. And he he says something like, "Do you want two hours of shit, or half an hour, thirty minutes of fucking awesomeness, or something like that?" And it's like thirty minutes and whatever. But they just play like they're already in the middle of the show. There's no break in between songs. Two, three, four, and on and on you go to the next and the mm-hmm. next and the next and the next. And it's a pretty big group, and they're high energy. And it takes about maybe a song and a half, maybe just a song. And everybody's behind them. And they got the place kind of moving. And they're awesome. I will say definitely um, go and see them. But uh, I don't know. Don't know where I was going with that. Just um, Oh, I thought that was the preamble. The pre-ramble. <laughs> I thought <you> were, <laughs> no, the pre-ramble to the con- Constitution. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I think I did have a point at, at one bit in there. It was just, um, yeah, something about being that opening act. Um, yeah, the opening acts. That's that's rough, man. That's uh, you kind of feel bad because a lot of t- uh, you know most of the people aren't there to see you, don't care, don't know who you who you are. So you're you're performing while most of the people are having conversations or talking. They're like, it's not that that you're performing um, to people who don't know who you are. It's you're performing to people who aren't watching you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. In general. And so, in I general. mean, it was less for the podcast and just kind of like, just to throw it out to you guys, like, um, one, like, wow. I mean, I, I do know how that goes. Like, I like the, um, the you know, the group Ugly Duckling. They're an old school rap group. I 
I might have played them for you. They have an, a song called We're the Opening Act, and it's just about mm. that, like, most people are just standing and cracking jokes in the back or, you know, like, we're lucky if they laugh kind yeah. of thing because mm-hmm. mostly they're just talking and smoking a cigarette and yeah. they're not paying attention at all. This um, um, rapper I love, Open Mike Eagle, he... Yeah. Uh, I saw him... I've heard him say this on stage. I saw him in Brooklyn and he was talking about, like, he's years ago when he was first in that same venue... He was like, there were literally three people here, you guys. You don't understand. Um, yeah. But, so he he ins- he's was kind of uh, sharing. There's a thread on Twitter where he was talking about like worst um, like opening kind of experience, and different artists were talking about shitty gigs they've had. Um, and one thing that I think is even is worse than a, a musical act is doing something like that as a comedian, um, mm. where it's not. Not in a comedy venue. I'm saying like where comedians open for or in, in oh. different types of gigs. That has to yeah. be the worst. The one, the worst that I saw, um, there was this, there was this bizarre venue. It's called Brooklyn Night Bazaar. Um, I guess the my, my local my, the locals will get a kick out of that joke. Um, mm. Anyways, it's this big fucking venue that has like. So many things going on. There's like putt putt over in this corner. There's like different stages. Oh, There's like okay. an ice cream truck. I don't know. It's it- cool in some ways, a total fucking disaster. Yeah. Hey, you know what I want to do stand up with when people are playing putt putt? And, and, Fuck me. right. So there's this giant crowd. Like over on one part, there's kind of, there's like music playing. And it's so big that there's just like multiple crowds. And then they had um, a comedian uh, open for a band. The comedian was uh, Chris Gethard, who I really like. He's hilarious. There was not... I shouldn't say there's not a single person. There had to be... This This a packed place. I was sitting way in the back, uh, up on, like, some boxes. Uh, I think I was one of a handful of people actually listening to him. So imagine a whole crowd conversing, fucking around. Yes. There's music going on, and he's trying to do stand-up. Dude. And it's, he's like, you could tell there's even like nervous, like, okay, no one's even listening. All right, yep. I'm gonna keep going. And I'm like, that has to be the worst fucking gig. I hope he got paid some, you know, well for it or at least decently. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it kind of hit me with how that was. And it was also like, sometimes I've seen people just kind of start, I've seen people just kind of go, eh, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they will come back to me. Um, there was this great group out of Akron that doesn't exist anymore. Um, but uh, I got to see him in Columbus. Uh, it was this phenomenal show. I think none of them exist anymore, but they're kind of Ohio legends um, uh, for another time. But anyway, they started and when and, and when I told someone later like who was on the bill, I told and they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. They weren't like those are all headliner bands, but they were just in at Scully's Music Diner in Columbus, tiny little place. But um, uh, yeah, so super fucking awesome. But they just kind of like ignored us and played and um, kind of throwing stuff around a little bit. And they just played. They ignored us because peop- there were like six people walking around in the front. But it, I was mesmerized. I didn't. Anyway, so whatever. Uh, this instead, it's like he's all about. Uh, crowd work and stuff. So he's trying to Jerry Lee Lewis. Like, that's what he wants to do on the piano. He wants to jump on the top of the piano. He wants to do a Superman on the bench. He wants to do that kind of stuff, but he needs you to watch him. And so he just had to, like, 
come on, you fuckers, like, let's let's go and, and move it. And it felt really awkward at first, and then it was like, no, okay, here we go. Yeah. I'm dancing, I'm having a good time. and I love that. Um, but it was like, I don't know. It, did, that, it really hit me. I'm like, ooh, this is brutal, this opening business. Yeah.